Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 40 of the Last Cycle Heart Podcast. DJ, spin it. What is up, everybody? How's it going? How's your day? How's your week? Actually, how's the past three weeks been? I think it's about been about three weeks, but I've missed you guys. I have... I don't have any words to describe how much I've missed being able to do the podcast, but I've been busy, okay? Uh, do you like the new environment? This is part of my busyness. You like the new hardwood desk that I'm now able to be able to like have in my life so I don't have to put that white sheet? Okay, fun fact. You know what the, everybody's been asking on my past previous podcasts is if you've watched it on YouTube, what I put under the white sheet. Um... Uh, to do my podcast on usually and it's just two big white tubs and then I throw that white sheet over the top of it and then boom put my computer and my mic on top of it next thing you know I got a whole setup going now I don't have to worry about that anymore it is beautifully made hardwood desk by sounds like Ikea yeah okay that definitely is an Ikea made product I don't know who put it together it's probably definitely not the old my old roommate who had this desk. Uh, this thing looks pretty sturdy. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Could you tell if a desk is made by IKEA or where, wherever just based off the knocking? Like I know, like on a watermelon, you could flick the watermelon to see if it's ripe. Can you tell if a desk is actually made from IKEA or made from real wood? If you could just by knocking on it, just you know. I don't know. I, I don't. This does not feel like the most uh, realist of wood. It doesn't sound like it. it. Sounds kind of hollow. Kind of a more hollow wood. But I don't know. I'm the wood. Is anybody a, a wood whisperer? That's what we need. We need a new show called Wood Whisperer, and they just go around knocking on wood to see if it's real or not. Because I've been very curious on some woods. Because this desk probably runs for like 125. If it's a real wood desk, it probably is going to be running for like 350. Have you ever been furniture shopping? It is insane. I will never go furniture shopping and just buy it just straight off the... No, it's there's no point. I will buy the fake stuff. Actually, you know what? Just give me two lawn chairs and I don't... You know, I don't even want lawn chairs for furniture. I, I know we're starting out this podcast very weird, just drifting off into space, but I've had a lot of thoughts just in this noggin that I've been wanting to get out. And actually, I don't know if I want furniture in my house. I've kind of thought about it and in the future um actually we're gonna go apartments because i don't know how far it's gonna be (laughs) until i have a house so we'll go future apartments living room wise we're not gonna have any furniture i'm just gonna cut it out cut the middle man no we're just gonna go go like the chinese and the asians and we're just gonna lay pillows down and crisscross applesauce and then lay a blanket down that's how we're gonna eat in the middle it's a lot cheaper I don't I don't know if it's more effective for your diet. Is is it better? Is it more efficient for your diet to crisscross applesauce and sit instead of eat and lean over? Eating and leaning over versus crisscross applesauce, you know, sitting down. I don't know if it's more efficient for your digestive system, but it can make sense. I mean, people in Asia certainly know what they're doing with other things. Why wouldn't they know how to what would be best for your digestive system for sure? Either way, anyways, I know I got very drifted off at the very beginning of this podcast, but that's how we're starting this thing out. If you're very new to this podcast, listening or and or watching, um, I, 
I have a lot of crazy thoughts that are in this head, and I just want to get it out. And that's how this all po- whole podcast started. Also, if you're new, I was in the living room, but now I'm not. I am not in the living room anymore. I am now in my own room because my uh, one of the roommates moved out. He officially moved out. He is going up uh, and getting married. I know. I teaser, spoiler alert. He's getting married. I'm one of the groomsmen. That's where I'm going to be going tomorrow. Uh, but I've been so busy. But I found a perfect time to be able to do this podcast between before I go on for the wedding, and then I'm going to be going on my vacation. Holy cow! Family vacation on top of a wedding and all that. I mean, it's just been a whole big ball, <laughs> been, been a whole big thing. But before I get into all of that. Uh, I also have had some technical issues. Technical issues have been pretty huge over here in the the Eichel Heart world of the Last Heart podcast, and that's also been what's holding me back from you know these past three weeks. And uh, so I am not accepting donations, okay, or kindly you know gestures. I- I've seen people do that, and I wasn't a big fan of it at first because it's kind of like I'm not liking to scream for money that's not what i like to do these for fun but also i cannot afford (laughs) afford everything uh i live in i used to live in the living room okay hence the affording part but i can't afford to just you know spend my money on all these great things and whatnot to be able to do this podcast and part of the problem was is this mic this microphone was acting up and i think i got into working pretty well now but it was acting up so now i am just asking for a kindly donation if just to support the podcast for any future technical difficulties or whatnot i put my cash app in the description go do as you wish if you want to support it you know go ahead donate to it there's no pressure whatever i'm not going to be like one of those twitch streamers or youtubers it's just like you know what I'm tired of everybody watching my content, and I'm watching it, and they're just watching it for free. You know, I want them to, no, I'm not going to be one of those that's just going to be begging for money. I'm just putting my cash app down there. Go ahead and support if you want to. Now, outfit. See, it looks pretty generic. Uh, It looks like I just, you know, put it together last minute. I didn't know what I was doing. No, it wasn't. It's fully, fully decked out. Um, this is my road trip attire, but also with the road trip attire, I wanted to, you know, make this episode dedicated to something other than road trip attire. I don't, that just seems lazy. So I decided to do this episode, the, the, the episode 40 of the last cycle heart podcast, this, the outfit episode it is dedicated to is road trip attire slash brand loyalty. Okay, <laughs> so get that right. So road trip attire slash brand loyalty. And where's the brand loyalty, Dawson? Well, if you're um, out there and you can take a good look and gander at me, uh, you can tell that right now there's two things on me that are Adidas. Uh, well, that must mean that everything's Adidas. And you are correct. As I stand up, my shorts are Adidas. Uh-huh. My socks are even Adidas, as you can tell with my uh, sandals that I also have on. But <laughs> I'm literally sleeping in this. I'm literally, after this podcast, I'm going straight to bed and I'm going to be waking up and I'm going to be driving about 10 hours to go uh, to my friend's wedding. I- I'm a groomsman. Oh my God. I- I'm going to be 
in a wedding for once. I've never been in a wedding or been a part of a wedding, but I like the setting of them. Uh, so it's going to be something different, dressing really nice, uh, like usual when you go to a wedding. But the difference is I'm going to be standing by a bunch of other guys that were um, honored to be picked uh, as one of his, you know, part of the pack of the groomsmen. So it's going to be very great uh, in that. But also, it's, um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like that people, when they go to weddings and stuff, they get very, like, uh, relationship hungry. Like, afterwards, they're like, oh, I want to go. Like, <laughs> my friend and I were talking, and he was just all like, man, I can't wait to, oh, I can't wait so that I could go on a honeymoon and yacht. Hold up. No, time out. Time out. Where, where is the singles at, okay? Us singles need to stick together, okay? I think as a society, and even as Christians, we put we put too much pressure on marriage, okay, and too much you know stuff on relationships, okay. We need as singles, we need to embrace it and enjoy the times that we're single. I th- I feel like as right now everybody gets too aware of their heads on this whole marriage thing. Now take a good time out and sit back. I like I'm only 21, and people don't people think oh well like nowadays everybody's like oh man no you have to have your whole life together by the time you're 21 you gotta be making a six at least six figures uh you gotta have a wife you gotta have a kid on the way and um you know just you gotta have your life together by the time you're you're in uh you're in your 20s and I'm like well, hold on <laughs> can I take a take a break here let me travel some let me just do some things real quick so singles all right, we're going to join a club. We're going to make a band, a club together of singles. And we're going to just do some wild things. And when I mean wild, in the frame of like just traveling, doing some stuff. Because I mean, yeah, you can do that when you're married. But you just have to ask. And it's just more of a hassle. But when you're single, it's just like, oh, yeah, let's just go ahead and do this. So we are banding together. And we are making being single not so awkward anymore. We're making making singles not looking so weird and obsolete. 2021 is going to be a different year for singles. All right, all these people that are getting married, congrats, congratulations. Where's where's the singles congratulations at? Where's their congrats? I I've been happily single for 21 years. No, that's awkward. <laughs> like I I love it too as being single. Like they come up to you, you know, I I've been happily single for 21 years. I feel like that should be deserved applause, but no, that's usually when people hear that, they're like, ah, I, I will be praying for you. I will put you in my prayers. I, um, you know, God will have the one for you. The one I've always been really weirded out when people say the one, the one out of what? 10 or, you know, out of everybody in the United States or the one. No, I don't think there's the one newsflash. There's not just the one. I think there's many versions of the one but there isn't just the one because that would be rough <laughs> that would be rough if there was only on this planet on this planet there was only one person that god had for you just one <laughs> singular and out of seven billion people you had to go travel far and wide no and or and it's so funny to me people or like they find the one and they were just like their neighbor or they went to high school yeah, yeah, I found the one, and I went to high school with them. You're like, whoa, what's the chances of that happening? You found the one, the one person for you? 
you didn't have to travel anywhere for it. You didn't have to look at a map. You didn't, you know, have to do any research. No, I went to high school with them and I found the one. Huh. Well, what a coincidence. <laughs> Weddings, though, it's it's gonna be fun, though. I'm so happy for them. I really am. That's it's gonna be it's gonna be a great time. I'm. I know I probably was crapping on weddings a lot, but you know I'm not crapping on them at all. They're very great. I love attending them because they're very happy moments. But I think as a society we need to normalize singling, singleness, except especially in the Christian standpoint <laughs> of things. But that's just my opinion. Also, I'm gonna start rocking the headband a little bit more. I've gotten compliments on it a lot, and I like the headband. It keeps the hair back. Um, and people, you know, one one kid came up to me and said I look like Rambo. I was like, let's go. I like that. I can I can dig the Rambo thing. Uh, someone else just keeps on calling me Roger Federer. Federer is that he say his name? Federer, Federer, Federer. Either way, I look like Roger. <laughs> Roger something or another, the tennis player. Uh, I don't know. I take those compliments and I love them. I love every bit of it. People say keep rocking the headband, and I said I will. Oh, well, I, I, I have that feel to me. Like, I feel, with this headband, I feel like a sushi chef. You know, just making a roll, maybe cutting them out. I want to make sushi so bad. That, that's what I'm going to learn. I'm going to teach myself how to make sushi. That's just one of the many things that here we don't really make. I know how to make chicken. I know how to make steak. I know what, but sushi is just one of the, and the headband, it goes perfect with it. I feel like going to do some hibachi and just... Flicking the things and ting, 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 flipping up in the air. I'm gonna learn how to do that stuff. That, that looks cool. It really does look cool and it just suits me. I like it. <laughs> but the, the man, but vacation. I'm gonna be going on a vacation as well. Uh, not just a wedding, but also a vacation to where every where everybody goes is the beach. The beach is where everybody, in, at least in Arkansas goes to where what beach they go to orange beach that's exactly where they go to all the time they go to panama so i'm gonna be digging that as well fun in the sun i already got a nice tan from the bicycle like biking around everywhere i'm still doing that i don't know how for how long but hopefully before winter comes because if winter is coming and i still do not have a vehicle troubles are brewing at least on my end (laughs) uh I'm going to be biking in some heavy gear up hills, and it's not going to be fun. So, hoping hoping for a vehicle by, by the time uh, winter comes, which should happen. <laughs> um, but, man, I'm, I'm looking for road trip snacks. That's what I'm really looking forward to. Wait, I'm going to make a poll. What is everybody's favorite road trip snack? I, I don't know what people's favorite road trip snack is. And I want to know everybody so because I can gather and I can try that on the road. Because there's some snacks that are good at home, but there's some snacks that just hit different on a road trip. And look, if you take a lot of road trips or you've been on road trips, you know what I'm saying, okay? No one would eat the peanuts on an airplane at home. But if they're on an airplane, they're going to eat some airplane peanuts. Just out of the simple fact, because it's on an airplane. There's just some things that taste better in different settings, in different places. Like, I would never, ever, ever touch a Lunchable outside of school. But every time I would go into school and someone had a Lunchable, I'm like, I don't know why, but that looks completely delicious right now. I would like a Lunchable right now. I don't know. There's just different settings, different things. And I think road trips have a specific food 
specific snack that pertains to somebody only on road trips. And for me, there's just something that I would not eat outside of a road trip, but I I love love them during road trips, and those are sweet tart ropes. I don't really like candy. Well, I like candy outside of a road trip, but just a candy on a road trip is a sweet tart rope. You know those like purple, it's like the purple ropes with the little creamy stuff in the middle of them. I, the first time I ever tried them was at a movie theater. Um, hold on, hold it, hold it, hold on. What did, oh, I'm sorry, I have to explain this uh, to uh, people who don't know what a movie theater is, some young people out there. A movie theater is a, is a place where when, when a movie just came out, um, they would, the, there's people that they would get in their vehicles and they would drive to this place and they would park and go into this building and, with other people, with other people, and they have this ticket and they would go and scan the ticket and they would go into a, a, a room, a room with a door and, they, and it had seats in it. And it was like almost as a, um, it, they're comfy. Some of them are comfy, but there's some of these movie theaters that have awful seating and we're not mentioning those. I'm talking about the ones that have comfy leather seats and you can rely, recline back. And there's this huge screen that plays this movie that you specifically wanted to go see. That's what a movie theater is. I, <laughs> I feel like I had to explain that in detail because I don't think anybody goes to movie theaters anymore. I've been to them. Have y'all been to a movie theater since COVID? I have. It's fun. It's great. I just, I just don't see anybody in there, though. The, I literally could go on there last minute, buy... A, a movie like a movie just came out i'm trying to think of what movie it was i think it was the purge the yeah this most recent purge just came out my friend wanted to see it so it was literally opening night we bought tickets literally that night and went and saw it like an hour beforehand of what where we were seeing it and usually movies sell out of those tickets on opening night because everybody wants to go on opening night i miss movie theaters on opening nights okay and also don't i don't worry i'm gonna go back to favorite road trip snacks (laughs) don't worry that is still a thing but i'm on movie theaters right now and i'm kind of hyped up about it because i don't know i went to the movie theater they're just different than what they were before covid uh we went to movie theater we literally bought the tickets an hour beforehand on opening night i remember opening nights at movies at movie theaters Especially like during like the Marvel, when Marvel would come out with a brand new movie, where you would see every nerd in America or in every nerd in your, you know, facility, they would all, I don't know, meet on like, I don't know, they would have like a group meetup on Reddit. They'll be like, hey, let's all go to this opening night of this movie of Avengers and we're all going to dress as a favorite character. What do you got, John? John, I'm dressing as the Incredible Hulk. All right, John's dressing as the Incredible Hulk. What do we got over here for Tim? Tim Thor. Tim's Thor? No, I wanted to be Thor. So you imagine that they're on this big old Reddit rant trying to figure out what costume they're going to bring to the table. Then that night, they go on over. They're in the movies, and they get <laughs> I get to watch it go in and see a bunch of 30-year-olds dress up as their favorite characters just yeah (laughs) and they have to like put on their best accent that they can i'm thor the god of thunder (laughs) and then i don't know the whole time one guy's just in character the whole time he doesn't break it i always love the nerd that never breaks character never breaks character um and i'm calling them nerds not in a mean way just 
they're I mean they are they're, they are uh, nerds I, I I don't know any I don't know the PC term for a nerd because I can someone explain it because I mean I don't I'm not probably not gonna use it but the way I admire it honestly I think it's awesome it, because it brings more hype to the table I mean there's nerds that just don't break character at all like <laughs> I went to an opening of Avengers the opening night with my dad and we went in there and <laughs> you just see everybody dressed up it was awesome it really was awesome to see it because it just brought tears to my eyes of just laughter i've never seen 40 year old men out of their habitat before dressed up like that and one guy was dressed as the incredible hulk he never broke character once never at all even ordering popcorn just like hey what size would you like large slammed his fist on the table okay cool extra butter butter <laughs> just one word every time not not breaking character at all and he would even take the popcorn away from the guy very hulk-like fashion very aggressive very quick and he was eating it on the way just getting just a trail of popcorn to his seat he he was embracing that character like it was beautiful i i thoroughly enjoyed it the god of thunder thor he was there i don't know <laughs> it was awesome to see and that's what i miss about movie theaters is the culture the people that they bring i don't know there was just it dates you bring your date what are you gonna take your date to tonight i, I want to take her to the movies where are we gonna go now now it's netflix and chill or it's hulu or it's, hey, can you come over to my apartment? Why? Why do you always have to go to the apartment? Why can't we just go out anymore? Sometimes I don't want to have to clean my room. Or sometimes I just don't want to have to clean anything. So I would like to go out. And COVID ruined that. COVID's like, no, you're going to have to clean every time a guest comes over. Wow. God. <laughs> but I miss movie theaters. Uh, I forgot how many commercials that a movie had or how many uh trailers there were i forgot about movie trailers honestly and <laughs> when when covid happened you everything like on hulu or whatnot there's no you can pay for no ads there's no movie trailers or whatever i have the the when i went to go see the purge was the first time there was like 15 i forgot about the 15 minutes of movie trailers there were because we got there on the dot, on the time, and I, and I just watched all these movie trailers and all that. And I was like, oh my god. This brings back so many memories. I was like, it was just an amazing moment in my eyes, just watching all these trailers. Just going, man, I for, totally forgot about these things. They never existed. Am I, can I fast forward through them? No. <laughs> nope. You gotta watch all of them. And I don't know. I don't know. Movies or movie theaters are becoming obsolete. And I will get to more more of that in a little bit. But favorite favorite snacks in a car. Favorite snacks in a vehicle. Mine has to be hands down the sweet tart ropes. I don't have them at all any other place besides the movie theater. I've had them a few times. But inside of a car, definitely favorite snack that I gotta grab out. Uh that's a top tier, top tier snack. Drink? I don't know. I don't know what my favorite drink is. I think I just go for I mean, I usually just drink water. I know, pretty boring. But, you know, Dr. Pepper, regular, I mean, there's not really a favorite drink. It's just snacks. Uh, those, I don't know. 
I'm not I'm not a chip. I'm I'm a chip dude, but I don't really have chips a lot unless I'm on a road trip. Chips are automatically upgraded more into my daily life when I'm on a road trip. So what is it? I'm gonna do the cheddar ruffles. Cheddar ruffles, hands down, best chips on the planet. Um other than that, I don't know. I don't know what other chip competes in a honey barbecue. Go for it. We'll we'll add that into the mix. I don't know. Any kind of chip really. We'll we'll bring in there as a snack. Banana chips, the little dried out bananas. I enjoy those at home and row and row. Okay. Uh we're back. So uh, that was one of those technical difficulties that I was talking about. I don't know. For some reason, I literally looked over to my computer and just saw that the audio completely just shut off. I don't know. I'm telling you. So, anyways, my cash app is going to be in the description. Uh, so, uh, I, this is not me a begging thing. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, but seriously, the cash app is going to be in the description. Show some support. Show some love if you're out there. Last Like a Heart podcast fans. Mm-mm. That water was delicious. Anyways. Moving along, what was I talking about? Road trip snacks? Road trip snacks, whatever. Anyway, we're going to be moving along. I'm going to be putting in my Instagram story, my social media stories, what is your favorite road trip snack? Let me know, and I'm going to have to try it while I'm on the road, and then whenever, whenever I get back from my vacation or whatever, then the next podcast, I'm going to share some of those favorite snack foods or whatnot. So be looking out for that on my social medias if you're not following they'll also be in the description as well Whew. uh moving along so what what do we so what else we got over here so movie theaters was a part uh, i don't know i guess movie theaters was a good thing to talk about because i also wanted to talk about things that i grew up with that you just don't see anymore and movie theaters are becoming obsolete so i thought that was a good bring up a little good bring up portion for that um Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> that just came out of nowhere. It just immediately just came up. I had no control over that one. Uh, I would have been kinder and just held it in, but I honestly could not. So, pardon. I, I try to, you know, I try to burp to the left of the mic, but it just did not seem to go <laughs> so well. Anyways, uh, hopefully the audio listeners had that one turned down a little bit, or they didn't have their radio turned up, cranked up too much. Anyways, so some things that I grew up with that you just do not see anymore. Movie theaters, that's one of them. That's one of them that's growing obsolete. People are just not going to movie theaters really anymore. Um, Hollywood is condoning to the, you know, putting it out there on the Hulu and the whatnot, the Netflix. The, the Netflix originals, they suck. They really do. I, I don't like a lot of the Netflix originals. I mean, there was a some that, there's, there's some diamonds in the rough. Netflix originals, but for the most part, they suck. Yeah, they're trash. I'm, I'm so ready for to see what's gonna be coming out in movie theaters, because that last purge wasn't that bad. Um, I don't know. This, I'm, I'm really, really pumped to just go to the movie theater more. But they are becoming more obsolete. Uh, hopefully, they're not like drive-in movie theaters where drive-in movie theaters are kind like war around. And now, more and more and more, like, there's only a few drive-in movie theaters. I, I think there's one drive-in movie theater in Little Rock, in my area. Other than that, I don't think there's really any other drive-in movie theaters. And I hope regular movie theaters don't turn into that, where there's just one movie theater in the whole state. 
and it may, it may become that, and it's really sad to see. But there's some other things that I put. I made a little list of just things that I grew up with that you don't see anymore that you know should be brought back. Maybe should be brought back. That could be debatable, but mostly that I just don't see anymore. And number one of number one is CDs. CDs. You just don't see them anymore. Uh, you can go. I remember buying. I remember when Blu-ray CD players were the thing. And if you had a Blu-ray CD player, you were an OG. You were rich. You were privileged. You were high quality standards. If if you if you got to see those extra cutscenes and had a nice uh uh nice CD that didn't get as damaged easily i'm talking you were prime you were top tier bougie of <laughs> of uh cd owners it's just and it was crazy because now you can buy cds at like walmart for i don't know brand new movies like 15 bucks and i know for a fact when movies just came out the regular cds were 20 bucks and then the blu-ray like 30 40 bucks i think that's where the prices were but but it was insane the comparison between a blu-ray and a regular cd and my dad uh i've said this in previous podcast like we were heavy movie watchers when i was growing up movies made our made my whole childhood basically and he had three gigantic bookshelves uh i get i guess you would call them bookshelves but they a to z three gigantic shelves just A through Z of movies, all kinds of movies, and we just go over there and pick which pick of them out and whatnot. So, to me, CDs meant a lot more to me than I guess a lot of people nowadays. I mean, I also tried to go burn a CD. I was trying to think of. I was trying to go burn a CD to give it to somebody because I didn't want to give it to them in a flash drive because there were songs on it. So I didn't want to just give it to them in a flash drive. Because also flash drives are more expensive, and I just didn't want to do it. So I went to go try to find places to go burn a CD. I can't find one place that would burn my CD. And it's insane. And that's when I realized that CDs are really, they're going. Uh, music CDs, I remember I remember having the big old folders that you could just flip through all the songs that you would want to put your CD. Like, well, oh, what song do you want to play next? Well, we got to scroll through, flip it through, flip it through. And be like, no, we got Spotify for that now. We don't have Spotify for it. Uh, movies. I mean, it's just so many memories just to be able to collect. It was great collecting, honestly. CD things and um, and movie movie discs, movie CDs. They're great collector's items. Uh, now, I think I think they would be great collector's items. Now I don't know if that would be pretty wild. If like the whole whole Lord of the Rings box set, CD box set, like in the future was just like $1,500 on Amazon, and you're just, hold on a second, what? And it's just a collector's item. I think that's what it's going to be. And so CDs, they played a heavy role in my life uh, growing up, but they're op- go- growing old, obsolete. It's just flash drives. Uh, flash drives are soon not going to be a thing anymore. It's just going to be straight where you just literally could just touch your phone to your computer, and it's just going to, oh, it's automatically there. It's all synced up, ready to go. So CDs, something that I used to grow up with. Um, playing outside. I feel like playing outside. <laughs> I put that on there because you don't see any kids playing outside anymore. 
not. I, I saw a group of kids the other day, first time saw them playing outside. I was like, hold on. Are they, they're not, they're not playing video games. They're not inside, just on their phones. Oh, they're actually playing outside. Holy cow. This is amazing. I can never, they're playing tag. They're playing tag, hide and go seek, the classics. I grew up playing outside. Now it's just parents are just shoving that iPad in their kids' faces. Every time they're just, their kids annoying them, they're just like, here's the iPad. Don't bother me anymore. No, go watch, go watch whatever. I grew up with a leapfrog. No one knows what a leapfrog is or leap pad. Those things were the technology, the little bit of technology that we had, just playing on those, those little kid devices, or uh, they just no, they just got technology, games, whatever, iPad, just shove it in their faces. I, I, mine was a stick. I, I would go outside all the time and use my imagination. Imagination was so big, so big for me when I was growing up. I would pretend a stick was a gun, and then all the trees were. I don't know, enemies, and I would pretend to be shooting the trees. I know that sounds like a beginning series of, like, how Dawson became a school shooter, but I promise you I'm completely fine. My mental state is all good. Um, I just had a very vivid imagination. I would sometimes do that. Sometimes I feel like I had superpowers, and I feel like, I, you know, I made friends with the rocks. I controlled rocks. Uh, I don't know. I just went wild with my imagination, just played legos legos were a huge thing hot wheels man just all the things that my mind could just cling on to so i can make something that wasn't real into my mind real i don't know just kids i feel like kids are losing their imagination nowadays and it's just something that i feel like it's becoming obsolete and it needs to be modernized again i think playing outside and making friends is very big uh, but COVID, COVID really did mess with that as well because, you know, everybody, you know, big thing, big disease, pandemic, you know, got to keep your kids inside. Don't let them play outside with other kids, whatever. You know, nowadays it's just going to be kids playing with each other. But at first you got to have your Germex bottle and then we can go from there. <laughs> I don't know. But I think that was a very big thing. Uh, but now some of these are going to be kind of getting kind of crazy. These are not just in my generation. I also, these are some things that I want to bring back just for the sake that I think they're pretty dope. Um, messenger pigeons. I want to bring those back. I want to bring back a messenger pigeon. How dope would that be to say that you have a messenger pigeon? Just, hey, ha, where are you going to send? Are you going to send? Are you going to send a nice message? Yeah, I'm going to send a nice message today. I, I don't want to send. I don't want to send her a, a cool like uh, just a text or whatever. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write her out this nice letter. But she lives in a different state. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm not going to use the postal service either. Well, then what are you going to use? My messenger pigeon. And you just have a pigeon. You're going to tie it on there. And you release it off. It, how cool would that be? And then all of a sudden she catches it. And she reads your nice loving note. It's like some Romeo and Juliet type, type stuff. A messenger pigeon. Just. I think that right there is needs to be brought back they just, they would just be fun that would be just really fun just to just send to somebody or actually just send a bird just i just want to tie a message to a bird and just let it go fly off and whatever and whoever gets it gets it that'd be amazing so messenger pigeons need to be brought back they were used in war they're using war for stuff they were you know used just to send messages back and forth between people quickly 
they were the first postal service. So we got to give them the respect of doing that. And I think we need to b bring back the messenger pigeon. <laughs> what? What? Oh, oh, I'm a, since I ride my bike everywhere and, uh, I'm becoming more of a bicycle enthusiast as you will. I think we need to bring back the first bicycle. We really do. I think the first of everything should be brought back, but the first bicycle definitely needs to be brought back. The one with the big wheel in the, the top, and you like, I don't know, it had, I'll probably show a picture of it somewhere, but it's a huge wheel, and then it has a super tiny wheel, and then you sit on top of the big wheel, and you just bike around, and they were ginormous. I would look, I would, I'm telling you, if I had that, every stoplight that I would go to, I would, I would look, I, would, I think I would look cool. I really do. I really think that would be the epitome of coolness, right? there. just be at a stoplight, and you have a really big tire, a really small tire. You have huge lights on it. Oh, it would be gorgeous. It would be beautiful. But, you know, I guess it's a thing of the past now. Because, I mean, there's cars out there now that have, like, super tiny wheels. Or super big wheels, you know, but why can't we do it with bikes? You know, make a super cool big wheel and then have a small wheel and what? Creativity is not there anymore. Just bicycles are bicycles now. So I think that would be cool to bring back. Um, last thing, public executions. I don't really think that would be a cool thing to bring back. I know that's an iffy, iffy issue. You know, public executions is something that was just a thing in the past. But for entertainment purposes, I think that I think there could be something there. I'm just I'm just saying I don't okay. One time. Okay, we just need one. I don't know. It just it just interests me that back in the day they would go like, Hey honey, what would you like to go do on a Saturday? Oh, I would love to go watch a public execution. Okay, cool, cool. That's awesome. Well let's go let's go watch it. Go grab the kids. Oh, we're gonna grab some popcorn. Who who's getting hung? Oh well. <laughs> This this old gunslinger, I mean, he finally got caught after five years. Oh, all right, cool, that's cool. Let's watch him swing. Everybody would get hyped to that. Y'all get amped up. Nowadays, that seems crazy. You'd be like, oh, you want to watch? What? You're a psycho. No, I'm not a psycho. I just, you know. I mean, I think that's cool. <laughs> I don't know if the cool is the right word for that. But also, like, gladiator type stuff. You know, like, there's UFC now. Oh, I love UFC. Watching them just... You know, beating to each other. But what about the gladiator days? You know, where they brought out lions and they're just like, you know, they have like the little wagon, whatever. They have a horse and they're just on top. Of, I forgot what that's called. The gladiators have. It's on top of the wagon. They're just whipping the horse. They're riding around. And people are just watching, getting entertained. They're clapping. Or two people are just fighting to the death. Just, I don't know. Okay, I'm not saying do it with normal people. Do it with prisoners that are on death row. Have them go in there. They battle. They duke it out. And you can't get upset because they're both on trial. You get to know their whole background story of how many people they murdered. So then you're getting more amped up. You start putting betting down on it. It's going to be a whole new game. It's a whole new revolutionized thing of entertainment. I think that would be great to, you know, get people's anger out. I think there's a lot of anger right now. And instead of putting it with other things angry, like on social media, I think we should bring back, like, you know, you know, just, you know, form of public execution, like, you know, gladiators or, you know, just a public execution in general. I think 
that could be something that we could bring to the table that would be better than going on so- social media and canceling people <laughs> or going on. I've had to take a break from social media. I really have. I just don't. I don't. Oh, I just don't like seeing it. Just so many people, just opinions. So many people's opinions that they're trying to force and you don't agree with it. You get canceled for it. And I'm just like, oh my God, there's so much. Uh, I get, get it away. Give me a public execution though. I'll get, I'll take that. I'll take that all day, every day. No problem. If <laughs> uh, oh, iffy, iffy. Okay. Just maybe one, just one for me, but we're moving on to the fun fact portion. What do we got? The fun facts. What's for fun facts? What do I have for you today? If you're new to the fun facts, I do this every podcast. Every podcast, I have a fun fact. I've had 39 of them make this 40. And for this fun fact that I bring to you today is beaver bum is used to flavor your ice cream. Got to take my phone out, trusty little device, to actually get this more in depth. But beaver butt, yeah, that is an ingredient that is used to flavor uh, ice cream such as vanilla ice cream. I'm sorry if that ruined it for you. If you are a solid ice cream fan and vanilla ice cream fan, then I'm sorry that this ruined it for you. But it is actually true. A a beaver, uh, believe it or not, uh, posterior? Is that what they use? They call it a posterior? I, I just call it a butt. So a beaver's butt, believe it or not, smells good. Like really good. Uh, according to uh, Joanne Crawford, so shout out to Joanne Crawford for being a butt sniffer. <laughs> so everybody, so everybody uh, can enjoy some of that vanilla ice cream. Um, a wildlife ecologist who told National Geographic that she loves putting her nose down there and breathe it in. <laughs> oh my. Um, I don't know why she would tell that to the public, but uh, we will go on. She said, people think I'm nuts. Well, I would agree, uh, Joanne Crawford. Uh, you're nuts. I tell them, oh, but it's but it's a beaver's. It smells really good. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a beaver's. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, I don't care. I don't care if it's humans either. Uh, either way, I'm not going down there. Uh, there's a substance that comes from a beaver's castor gland. So I'm getting really science-y with you right now, so I might not be able to pronounce these words perfectly, but bear with me. Uh, We will sound these out together. Uh, It comes from a beaver's castor gland, which is located um, basically a few few centimeters away from the anal gland, uh, right under its tail. Um, Castorium is a flavorable fragrant that we've been using it to flavor ice cream chewing gum pudding and brownies basically anything that you could uh that you could use a vanilla raspberry or strawberry substitute for at least 80 years (laughs) all right everybody so we are boycotting brownies ice cream i don't know anything that has a what was it vanilla raspberry uh yeah anything that has vanilla raspberry or strawberry substitute uh pudding gum we're getting we're now it's no longer going to be a thing we're 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 boycotting it i'm not kidding i'm kidding we're not boycotting it but just so y'all know um every time that you're eating that delicious pint of ice cream just know that it contains a substance from a beaver's butt just 
Mmm. Mmm. That's good. That also makes me beg to differ if people are actually lactose intolerant. Because I know some people that are lactose intolerant. No? No, is it that? Oh, no. There's some people that can have milk, but they're allergic to something in ice cream. So there might be something more to that method because lactose intolerance may not be the answer to everything. Maybe, you know, it could be a beaver's butt. <laughs> what's, what's one thing that you're allergic to? Well, I don't know. I could have milk, but there's just something in ice cream that I just can't have. Well, it's castorium. I think that's how you say it, castorium. I am probably butchering that word. So it's castorium from a beaver's butt, and you can no, no longer have it. <laughs> because you're allergic to it oh no but i i love ice cream too much it just you know that castorium dude i just it just gets me every time i gotta go run to the toilet uh but man nothing gets me jazzed up like something that comes from a beaver's butt oh man that is gross i found that out actually from somebody at work they i didn't even look that up on the internet they were just like hey do you want me to ruin ice cream for you and i said sure go ahead they were like well did you know that your favorite flavored ice cream such as strawberry or vanilla or raspberry come from a beaver's butt i said oh i gotta look more into that so i did and it is true so <laughs> everybody Get ready. So you're eating vanilla. I, I mean, I can't get that out of my head now. I can't. Every time I'm going to go to a McDonald's, order a blast or whatever, I'm just going to be like, ah, well, I just, can I get a, you know, can I just get a route, uh, oh, not a route 44. I remember when route 44s were very popular. Uh, we're not that fat uh, here in America anymore. We don't have route 44 things of ice cream. I used to work at Sonic and uh, I made route 44 blast for a little bit. That's, that's another thing. You know what? That's another thing right there. That's another thing in the past that I grew up with that will no longer be a thing, and it's Route 44 Blast. <laughs> Filled with that delicious good stuff, that, that beaver's butt. So you're getting a Route 44 of that beaver's butt uh, ice cream just all mixed in together uh, at Sonic. I remember that when that was a thing, Route 44s. Mm. And that Super Size Me movie where you can be like, where McDonald's would be like, would you like to supersize that meal today? Yes, I would love to supersize that meal. And they would give you, I'm talking, a huge feast. And people would eat that. And probably our government couldn't afford that because everybody would be getting on disability. Just like, uh, what are you going to use your disability to check today for Carl? Uh, I'm going to go get that Route 44 Blast from Sonic. Oh, I'm just going to hop in my car with my handicap sticker. Handicapped people. They shouldn't be able to drive anywhere. Mm-mm. And put that quote on a shirt. If you have a handicap sticker, no longer, you're not allowed to drive. Nope. Nope, you're not. Not even to get a Route 44 blast. Too slow. No, not doing it. Can't take it anymore. We're just going to take out all the handicapped parking spots. We're putting on VIP 15-minute spots, and if you're there for more than 15 minutes in the grocery store, take a tow truck, go over there, and tow it away. But Route 44 Blast. In a kid's hand, in a small kid's hand, it was like a mini keg. No joke. It was just, oh my god. People actually ate those things. A whole big thing. 44 ounces of ice cream. Man. But I'm not going to be able to get that out of my head now. Just... And I and now y'all are not gonna be able to get it out. Every time you have vanilla ice cream or delicious brownies, anything with strawberry, vanilla, or 
raspberry in it. Just just remember the last I go heart podcast and remember that you're eating something that it's that an ingredient in it that has came from a beaver's butt. And Joanne Crawford found that out. How did you find that out? How would you even figure that out? Just who who came up with that? Where would they even figure that out at? I even tried to look this up on the internet and couldn't find it. Just who was like, what is that smell? What is that smell? Oh, who farted? Who who farted? Because that smells really great. And then all of a sudden, the th- ne- thing that's right right next to him is a beaver, and they're like, hold on, hold on, let me get near it. Oh my god, that smells amazing. Let me get another. Oh, I gotta get another sniff. Oh my god. I got to get this thing out of this beaver's butt and put it in my ice cream. Let's go. <laughs> and you got your, th- you got Bluebell. You got uh, Blue Bunny. You got, I don't know, all these ice cream companies and they all use the same cr- ingredient. I mean, how many beavers die in the name of ice cream? How many t- beavers die? Oh my gosh. How did they get it out? I got to look that up. How... How do they extract castorium from beavers? So I'm not the only one that's curious. Um, How is it harvested? Oh, so so they get they give the beavers anesthesia, um, and in the past beavers were often killed. Wow! <laughs> so they would kill a beaver just to get some tasty vanilla ice cream. Let's go. Um. Okay, so they would just now they just put them to sleep. They just collect beavers, put them to sleep, you know, extract. The ex- uh, castorium, I think that's what it's called, castorium, or ca- I think castorium is better. It's cas- castorium. Castorium sounds so weird, just castorium. I'll just call it castorium. Yeah, from now on, it's castorium. But they extract it from beavers, just giving it from anesthesia, and they put it in your vanilla ice cream. That's awesome. That's very good. That's awesome. <laughs> but they were just like, put that in my ice cream, we're going for it. <laughs> oh, man. But. Before I go, yes, it's nearing the end of this podcast, episode 40. But before I go, I did promise, because episode 39, it, w- it was a little bit ago, but I did promise to, to uh, open a bottle, you know, differently or in a weird way, like I saw in that video. But I couldn't figure it out. So I am now going to open this can of soda in my own version, in my own way, that I've never seen anybody open this can, open a can of soda before. And it's with a can opener. Oh yeah. Let's go, baby. Let's, let's hear this thing open. Just. Oh yeah. That spewed everywhere. Did, did I, that was a glorious sound. But I'm going to open it, open it, open it. And, and you're going to only want to open this about halfway. You know how y'all open a can of tuna? How, how to open a can of tuna to drain the water. Yeah, you're going to have to do that method. Just kind of, all right, put that can opener to the side. Let me see if I can get, <laughs> let me see if I can get this thing. You know, to kind of, you know, kind of peel it, 
you know, I can't peel it back, so I'm just going to push it in. Oh, yeah. Look at that. That's... If you're watching this right now, that's, that's good. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. For sure. When, when you open this can with a can opener, the drink hits different. It really does. You know how you have them in glass bottles and they taste better or if you just open it? You know, if you... If really, you know... It really does. You know, it tastes way better when you open it with a can opener and you just peel the lid back and just take a. Oh, that's delicious. Oh, way better. Way better than just opening it the normal way like any other human would. Uh, no, oh, we're going to put that to the side. <laughs> it really doesn't taste any different. I hope I hope to God y'all would think that's a no, that's a joke. <laughs> But everybody, thank you for listening to episode 40 of the Last Cycle Heart Podcast. I won't be seeing you next week because I'm going to be on vacation. But I want to leave y'all with something uh, important. Uh, just because uh, I, you know, I'm going to be a groomsman and I'm going to be supporting my friend getting married. Uh, I also want to let everybody else know that if you do not have anybody to marry you, and anybody to like, you know, just, you don't know any ministers or anybody, just you think it's weird just to find some random person at a church. Um, I feel like that I at the last Cycle Heart podcast could uh, do you a favor and marry y'all. Um, I am ordained. I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but I'm saying it now. I am an ordained minister, baby. I've been ordained since. <clears throat> There's that burp again, but I've been ordained since August 29th, baby. August 29th of last year. I got it as a joke thing, but I'm I'm all open. If you if you need to get married, I'm 100% down. I got the plaque to prove it. That if you're watching, I had the plaque. I I didn't I dropped out of college. I felt like I needed to frame at least something to put on my wall because I'm not wasn't going to get any diploma or sort of certificate of graduating. So therefore, I became an ordained minister and I got the certificate and I I'm going to I have it on my wall now. It's my one achievement that I have in life. But everybody, thank you for listening to episode 40 of the Last I Go Heart podcast. And I just want to uh, thank you so much for listening and supporting. Uh, make sure if you're watching to subscribe, like, you know, share. Also, once again, um, I, I'm in, my cash app is going to be in the description. Be willing, you know, donate if you want to support. Just support the podcast. Support what I'm doing here. Who knows what I'm going to do with it? You know, I may want to get a, a, a shirt cannon in the future. Uh, oh, does that entice you? Oh, no, no, no new technology, Dawson. A shirt cannon. But anyways, thank you all for listening to episode 40 of the last I Go Heart podcast. I will be seeing you in about, you know, not next week, but the next week after that. Thank you all for watching. Last I Go Heart podcast. podcast. You are, are listening to uh, the last I Go Heart podcast. You are. Listening to the last I Go Hard podcast.